Hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Mike. And we're lost in the Sunnydale Stacks. This is the Sunnydale Stacks where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California and review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off Smashed and Wrecked. We have a stacker question this week from Tim Rooney. Hi, Tim. Hey, hey, Mr. Rooney. Tim asked on Twitter, do you think the council pulled strings to get Buffy into Northwestern? I would say a firm no. Because I feel like they would not want her to have to go away from the Hellmouth. I feel the same. I also feel like yeah. they generally just don't want, they don't want her to be happy. No, <laughs> like no. They don't. If there's anything they can do to make her miserable, like to that's make preferable. her like more successful and yeah. get her be- get a better job and have a life. Like mm-hmm. it feels like they're very controlling and they're just like, no, yeah. we're men and do what we say yeah. and you stay here and we control you. And mm-hmm. I feel like stay barefoot in the kitchen slaying demons. That <laughs> I feel like them going. Or her going to Chicago, rather, mm-hmm. is not conducive to Well, that. technically Evanston. For th- those of you that are not familiar with Chicago, it's r- directly north. Yeah, it's li- it's connected by the, you know, Chicago train lines. So, I mean, it's basically Chicago. So, interesting idea. Uh, unless, like, there was some rogue watcher that was like, I want to get her away from the Hellmouth so that demons do take over. Ah. I mean, I'm sure there's a couple. There was already, what's her name? Lady One Hand. Um, Gwen, um, Gwyneth Paltrow? Was that it? That one. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Gwendolyn Post. Gwendolyn Post. Very close. Yeah. <laughs> it's po- I could see that like someone on the admissions board at Northwestern mm-hmm. is a vampire and <gasps> trying to get her away from the Hellmouth. I smell a spinoff. That could happen. Talk about a vampire academy. Oh, that better one. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to let Vampire Academy nope. off the hook, are we? <laughs> now let's head into the Sunnydale Stacks and open the books on Smashed. Insert Hulk joke. Oh, I was actually going to say, is this the uh, episode where they... Uh, put on a musical about Marilyn Monroe. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. Smash? No. That was what I remember. That was the plot of Smash. I never actually saw it. It was like, if Glee met Grey's Anatomy, okay. which this episode is not about. No, not, not at, at all. all. <laughs> uh, Buffy stops a mugging. Oh, it's so cute. Very cute. She's like, oh, it's quaint, except, you know, not for people being mugged. Mm-hmm. Uh, she could have prevented the next Batman, though. She maybe she did. Maybe it's the same universe. What? This is before Batman. Oh, oh but now there is into Batman. Oh. So maybe no? Maybe bad. I don't know. No, we I don't mean, get Batman. But do we still get Robin? <laughs> Just the boy wonder by himself. <laughs> Spike attacks and gets a headache because these are people. Mm-hmm. Like I think suddenly like kind of remind you like, uh, you remember this plot point? We haven't really had to use it in a while. It it is a good way to like remind you that like he's not really a good guy. He's yeah. just neutered. Mm-hmm. Uh, still brings in a question: How this damn chip works? Mm-hmm. 
like it's not just I'm aware that I'm doing violence to people that don't deserve it because well, these are people that do deserve it. And clearly it's the chip can sense it, which is always super weird to me because obviously it's something about Buffy being brought back that the chip doesn't sense correctly. Yeah, like how does the chip inside your brain recognize the outside world when it's fully encased inside your skull? And it's a chip, like, yeah. this is such advanced it's technology. It's not like a sensor. Yeah, it's not like he's got like a giant helmet on with a bunch of like cameras and lasers sticking out of it. I would, I would have preferred if it, if the, their science-ish mm-hmm. bit had been that there is some part of your brain yeah. that recognizes when I am doing violence towards mm-hmm the innocent and whatever firings are going on within mm-hmm. your brain when that happens, the chip can sense and puts a stop to. Yeah. It's a little bit more like Leela in Futurama when mm. she gets uh, a chip where she can't do violence or swear yeah. or like think mean thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that I kind like, I just kind I can accept that a little mm-hmm. more. Well, yeah. Cause that, that's the thing is there's so many instances where it's like, how does the chip know or not know? Right. Who programmed that in? Like, well, in this circumstance. Like, it was just violence. Technically, the chip shouldn't be able to differ. I mean, like, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know neuroscience, yeah. but technically, the chip probably shouldn't be able to differenti- differentiate between bad guy, good guy, yeah. or punching bag. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, you just. And I think I've brought it up before. I think it could use, uh, take a, take a page out of, uh, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And have a little bit of magic mixed in with the science. Sure. Of it being like, oh, there's this this stone that can tell the difference between humans and demons, and that's embedded in the chip. But the initiative did not do magic, so we know that that's not a thing. But they could have explained of like this. I'm saying, I'm I'm saying yes, they could have explained that, but we without the explanation, you can't assume magic because they didn't do that. (sighs) But I'm just saying, like. They could have said scientifically, like, oh, we recognize this as an element that um, has these properties, even though we aren't able to explain all of these properties yet. We can tell it's part of this element, which is different from other elements. So we're just scientifically not able to describe it. It's not magic. Okay. Even though that was it, Isaac Asimov or Arthur C. Clarke or whoever quote about sufficiently uh, advanced enough technology is indecipherable from magic. Yeah. Um, but like... They could have done that, and it would have been so much better. But it's okay. It's just a plot point. That's good. Uh, So she makes a Murder, She Wrote reference. Yeah. (laughs) Which I had to look up, but I was happy I did. I have not seen that show in forever. I have seen like 30 seconds of it frequently, basically whenever I flip through channels. It's always on somewhere. Yeah. It's like that, Law and Order, and Two and a Half Men are on somewhere at any given time. Law and Order is always on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it holds up. I'd be interested to see if it does. Mm-hmm. It really strikes me. Like, I'm looking back at that and Golden Girls. I'm like, they do not make shows anymore about old people. Nope. No, you've got to be, like, 20 and beautiful. Yeah. Or, like, famous and in your 30s and beautiful. Right. Like, those are the two options. Nope, that's it. And you can have one, like, really old famous person as, like, the head of your company. Or the, the com- you can be Cloris Leachman and be the com- comic relief. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Uh, so Spike wants to kiss. Aww. She does not. This is directly, I mean, not like 
directly, directly yeah. after, but this is coming on the heels of the end of mm-hmm. uh, Tabula Rasa, where they totally made out. Ooh, in the bronze, that which was, is risky. And yeah. I, I mean, Everyone like, goes to the bronze. Someone's going to see you. And also, that was some pretty heavy making out. That yeah. wasn't just a kiss. You was were like, like going mm, for it. Nom, 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 nom. Some people make out, right? So Spike says, I'm all you've got. And there's an editing joke. It's not joke? F- funny, yeah. but there's kind of like, I'm all you've got cut to, sadly, mm-hmm. uh, Sad Willow. Mm. And if, on her end, this is coming just on the heels of Tara moving out, yeah. Tara finding out that Willow's been fucking with her head. And uh, she's talking to Amy Rat, saying, Uh-oh. oh, you want me to make you a companion? Someone to leave you one day for no good reason? This struck me this time. I don't think I've like, caught this before. Yeah. Like, I'm not on Willow Train right now. No, and it's it's funny because I feel like she kind of... It felt like she was kind of getting it at the end of the last episode. But I feel like she's back in denial. Yeah, and like blaming Tara. Like, mm-hmm. left me for no good reason. Like, yeah. dude, this is not where you should be. At this mm-hmm. point, at the end of Tabula Rasa, it is so clear that you are so... So in the wrong yeah. that like you should just be apologetic city. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it, it does speak to how heavily in this episode, next episode, and episode after it, they they kind of uh, lean on the addiction metaphor that it's that's sort of like her addiction talking right. of like I'm going to blame Tara because it can't be this thing that is totally cool and I'm I totally have control of it. It's, it's not a problem at all. Ridiculous! I don't know yeah. what she's talking about. Magic is good. I use it to fight demons and stuff. It's like she can't even acknowledge. Like she can't. Mm-hmm. Even, she can't even say the word. Like addicted yeah. to magic. That's crazy. She's just like, nope, no good reason. Don't even know why it happened because yep. she Must can't have, even acknowledge. Must have slipped and fell and broke up with me. <laughs> uh, so he's speaking of Amy Rat. I wonder how I might bring her back. Reveal a. <laughs> 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 Most ridiculous spell we've ever had. <laughs> Reveal a. Reveal a. And the spell just pops up. Yep. It the just book floats should use, down. They should use this for everything. Yeah. How do we beat the demon sweet? Reveal, Reveal a. a. <laughs> How do we make Buffy happy again? Reveal, Reveal a. a. <laughs> it just uh, floats down as a headshot of Spike. Oh. Oh. Uh, um, I do also want to point out some of the, the words here supposedly it's an italian but does sound like she's saying noni poo which sounds like a delightful children's character from denmark <laughs> noni poo someone write that short story please noni poo noni poo i'm gonna say um he steals your shoes oh yeah yeah for what purpose um because he, he's building a house of shoes oh noni poo and his house of shoes famously of yeah. course <laughs> So she trans reveals she transforms mm-hmm. Amy from a rat back into a human. The transformation effect is yeah. really good. Yes. And not just like the special effect, but mm-hmm. once she shows up, she does look like a human that's just spent three years this as a rat. rat. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's, so like, like, she's twitchy uh, and uh, very fast and jerky motions. <laughs> Immediately screams and we cut to the commercial and it's a really great I cut. mean, that's a pretty quick uh, <laughs> rebound there, Willow. Just making yourself a naked lady. I'm just making. I mean, we should all do that. No, don't do that nope, after a breakup. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, do. don't make naked ladies. <laughs> bare naked ladies. Um, if you want to form the bare naked ladies after a breakup, <laughs> sadly that name's already been taken. 
Uh, so Andrew, meanwhile, is playing Mission Impossible. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. He's recreating the face. This is actually impressive that he can do this. That yeah. he's repelling from the ceiling, a la Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. in case there's any lasers. But there's not. But there's not. <laughs> uh, and the other trio just walk in. Yeah. Like, what, what, are you, what are you doing? Security is a guy named Rusty. Mm-hmm. They are there to steal a giant diamond. Yeah. I do like, well... Um, Warren cuts the uh the glass. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, Andrew's like, why don't we get to play with the glass cutter? Mm-hmm. And uh Jonathan says, I'm allergic to methane and you're afraid of hot things. Plus the yeah. take made us tip over. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're so dorky. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> it's so funny how like in the king in the kingdom of dorks, Warren is the king of dorks, but mm-hmm. like in everyday world, like, no, you're just a dork. Yeah. Yeah, he's, As he's is apparent the, later when he's around Spike. He's the one-eyed uh, man in the land of the blind. That, absolutely. Rusty shows up. Poor Rusty. Aww. I feel like I've seen this actor in other things. He does look familiar. I think he just often plays this type of character. <laughs> it says, yeah, we're with the Get the Freeze Ray tour. I guess we should <laughs> get, get the, the freeze, freeze Ray out, out of here. <laughs> That one's my favorite. Also makes me think of Batman and Robin and all the ice yes, puns. It cool the body. It looked a lot like Batman and Robin mm-hmm. ice, especially the fact that like uh, it looks rubbery. Yeah, and like it's it's it looks like bendy, mm-hmm. which I feel like is much more uh, passable on a you know UPNWB show than yes. it would be in a major motion picture. I think it actually looks better on here than yeah. it did in Batman because I feel like they don't move. Yeah. They're just like, just nobody touch the rubber ice. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of Freeze Ray. Freeze Ray. Da, 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 da. Freeze Ray. What are you doing? Free, freeze Frame. Freeze Frame. Oh, what? Drink Isles Man. Freeze Frame. Nope. Freeze Ray. Nope. Back me up on this one, Stackers. It's a great song. <laughs> okay. One of Drake Isles' best. We asked. You answered. Who? Huh? And Mike has no idea. It's a stagger surprise. Freeze Ray. <laughs> uh, so great slash evil minds think alike. Mm-hmm. Both the trio and Dr. Horrible <laughs> used a freeze ray uh, to steal stuff. So I asked the stackers what other Weedinverse villains could team up for World or Sunnydale domination. On Twitter, at Mars Fandom said, don't want them to team up because they're already awful enough separately, but I think Warren and Caleb would get along. Oh, yeah. Totally agree. They'd be besties, and it would be terrible for everybody. Uh, Mars also said, Angelus and Glory could be a fun team up, though. Oh, I could see that. I could see that. I could also see some, like, interesting banter, mm-hmm. some of it being, like, very, like, evil and then some of it like being glory saying prissy things mm-hmm. and angels being like shut the fuck up yeah <laughs> no let's kill some people megan said on facebook i got stuck in a buffy firefly mashup if <laughs> only to have buffy and river combine for some major ass kicking oh they'd be like rolling over each other's backs and they're, like, yes it would be awesome for the creepiest fuck team up the gentleman and the two by two hands of blue guys from Firefly. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The seductive team up, Saffron and Glorificus. Oh. So Saffron's the um, seductive lady that mm-hmm. 
quote unquote married yeah. male. Uh, yeah. And glory. I could see that. It might be like, it would end with them fighting each other like that. Yeah. I just, there can only be one mega diva yeah. and the sadistic team up Niska and Caleb. Oh, that would be uh pretty brutal. That'd be, <laughs> be a lot of eyes getting <laughs> poked out. That would be R rated. That would just be a lot of, <laughs> yeah, that would be the, uh, the team up. That would also be a saw sequel. Yeah, exactly. Hannah said on Facebook, Evil in Doppelgangerland Willow. Ooh. Simply for a Jurassic Park clever girl fake out orchestrated by the Geeky Trio. Oh. Sweet and Dr. Horrible could croon together. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be pretty fun. And she said, Spike, not in the team up, but can we please have him face off with Dr. Horrible? Ooh. They could compare blonde hair tips and affections for beautiful leading ladies. Aww. I want to see that roulette. <laughs> <laughs> And Jim Clark said on Facebook, does the Avengers count? Because I would watch a whole series about the wag adventures of Loki and Drusilla. <laughs> that would be I love quite a, like an odd couple situation. I love that. I feel like they would both be fucking with people. Mm-hmm. And then Drusilla would say something insane. And Loki would just like, look at her. Is this the way all people on your planet are? What, what, what? Thank you, Staggers, for setting us your uh, Whedonverse villain team-ups. Thanks for teaming up with us. Ah, well done. Mm I didn't even know it was coming. I came up with that. That's how cool I am and humble. (laughs) Back to Amy and Willow. Amy says, I felt like I was in that cage for weeks. Uh Question. So she obviously hasn't looked in the mirror yet. Because, I mean, mean, like, she looks great. Yeah. And for having, what, we're uh, three seasons later. Mm Mm-hmm. Doesn't I mean she looks fantastic, yeah. but I also feel like if I saw my friend Mike yeah. and then like went to sleep and woke up and it was three years later, yeah. you'd look a little different. Yeah, she's got to look at Willow and be well, like, other. I mean, not just the haircut, you look a little different. Well, yeah, especially like in that time frame too, where it's, you go from like eighteen, nineteen, maybe to twenty one, twenty two, people look a lot different. Yes, if it was like. You were 30 and then 33, maybe it's not as clear a difference. Mm-hmm. But like, you definitely, and especially like, you looked at Willow, I was like, Willow is dressing like a lot, a lot more confidently than she used to. Definitely has different hair. Yeah. Like, just like, for a second here, picture season three Willow. Mm-hmm. Now picture season six Willow. That's pretty different. That's nine day. <laughs> like, at least different. be like, oh, did you get a makeover? Yeah. Like, that's just the haircut, but I mean, like, yeah. Eh. But do you think that Larry will still ask her out to the prom? Oh, sweetheart. Uh-oh. Um, oh, we got to talk. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. She's all angry, and she's like, Willow, how long was I in the cage? Let's back up, sweetheart. A mob was attacking, and you chose to turn yourself into mm-hmm. a rat and abandon your friends. Yeah. And at no point where you were like, hey, if this ever happens, here's how to get me out of Mm -hmm. that. Or did you ever have a plan for getting yourself out of that once you were a rat? So thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Willow. Thanks for taking care of me. Yeah. So I wasn't just a rat on the streets. Yeah. You could have just left me into the alley and then this is my life now. I try to look up the lifespan of the rat. It it was a very cursory glance. Google wasn't helpful. Mm -hmm. So... I'm gonna be like, mm, maybe she should have died on a period. I don't know how long they live. Well, she's a magic rat. Also fair. Uh, so things that have changed since Amy turned. 
the school exploded, mm-hmm. Joyce passed. I'm glad they mentioned it, actually, yeah. because, like, as I'm watching this, I'm like, they, I mean, like, Buffy's saying, like, you should just stay here. Everyone does. And, like, yeah. Willow straight up laying down on Joyce's bed. Can we address the fact that, like, yeah. where's your mom? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gatorade has blue now. Very important difference. <laughs> Very important. Also funny because blue Gatorade tastes like sugar. It yeah. d- it has no flavor. Just like the addressing the fact that like it is a new color, and it tastes like nothing. <laughs> uh, Willow is gay. And did you hear about Tom and Nicole? <laughs> we get a convenient Freeze Ray story on the news. Freeze Ray. So you're currently wearing a Ghostbusters shirt. Yes. What's Vankman's first name? Peter. Which, Dr. Peter Venkman. Which one's Ray? Ray Stance. He's the heart of the Ghostbusters. Stan- <laughs> you said that so sincere. sincerely. Oh, yes. <laughs> so quickly. <laughs> All right. I was going to make a joke because about you saying freeze Ray and you're wearing a shirt of someone named Ray, but you're not. So no. forget it. That's well, it's Venkman. Peter. Freeze Peter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a different... Uh... <laughs> So Buffy goes to the museum. I like how she does an impression of me in any crowd where she's hopping because she can't see over anyone's head. I'm like, yes, this is Kristen at any concert. Aww. I am short. <laughs> uh, Spike shows up. I hate this line. You know, when I kissed you, I was thinking about Giles, right? Uh, you had to know that. <laughs> right? That was that was going to be misinterpreted. <laughs> you to re- stop Although, rewind and rephrase <laughs> whatever we're kissing aren't we all thinking about Giles? <laughs> being honest. you are I mean, yes <laughs> but she makes a good point i was sad ergo mm-hmm. vulnerable ergo i made bad decisions mm-hmm. which is like this whole episode and season um and also just like a good point that that yeah. happens that mm-hmm. when you are sad you are vulnerable and more likely to make terrible decisions. It may not be, you know, banging a very hot vampire, Mm -hmm. but, you know. Could be. Could be random dude at the bar that just like, you just met him. Hey, don't. And he could be a vampire. You don't know. He could. There are no windows in that bar. I warned you not to go in there. Could be a vampire. Buffy punches Spike. He punches her back and doesn't get a headache. It's, it's, it's really well done because that's a Mm -hmm. very hard thing to like not feel something, notice you don't feel it, then pretend to feel it in like the space of three seconds. Not only that, to like communicate to Mm -hmm. the viewer the idea of not of like, I'm feeling something of I'm not feeling something. Mm -hmm. That's, I like, you know, he just kind of anticipates it like, oh, this is going to hurt. Wait, it doesn't hurt. But, oh, shit, I can't let her see that. And so he fakes Uh, it. Ah, it hurts. And this is where, like, you know, I I complain about there's the weird line between Spike with or without a soul. And (laughs) it's kind of, it's not as clear as Angelus. Yeah. But he doesn't have a soul. And the second he he thinks Mm -hmm. at least he can hurt people, he's like, oh, great. I'm going to go bite someone. (laughs) Like, immediately. (laughs) Off to the store. I'm no longer neutered. Awesome. Let's kill somebody. Mm Uh, he talks a lot to this girl in the alley, however. Yeah. Like, so he, he grabs a girl in the alley. He talks a lot, which kind of feels like he's scared to, like, do it. No, I, I definitely feel, and uh, supported by the uh, the commentary I was listening to, that it's like, yeah, he still, like, wants to do bad stuff, 
but he's kind of gotten used to not doing it. So it's not necessarily that he feels guilty, but there is like a hesitation of like, should he do this? No, no, I'm really bad. I'm going to do this. But like, should I do this? Like, no, I'm bad. I'm going to do this. And that's mm. like that whole scene is like psyching himself up to do it again, even though it's not like he's really morally against it. But there is something kind of like that's been that he's kind of, you know, had bred into him through this treatment. Mm. And I think there is a, an element to him that's like that enjoys kind of being the hero, if only that it might impress Buffy. Totally get that. Yeah. yeah. I like that part of it too. I didn't mm-hmm. consider that the idea that like he knows she doesn't want her want him to do this. Yeah. So he goes to bite her and still gets the headache. So okay, the chip's working, mm-hmm. but why can't I bite Buffy? Mm-hmm. Tara takes Dawn to a movie. Dawn, by the way, bit of trivia, is wearing Anya's butterfly shirt from What's More with Feeling. What is this her having sticky fingers again? <laughs> I don't think so. Literally That'd stole be- it off of Anya. <laughs> like, hey Anya, what's that? Wing! <laughs> was that a bunny what i think they were just trying to reuse uh the costume but immediately yeah. was like um oh, that's a pretty recognizable piece of costume yeah. from like her solo you know about it, the bunnies it could be even you can make the argument maybe it's like dawn saw that was like oh i like that and like copied anya could be because she's like a teenager yeah sure I really like Amber Benson's delivery of good god that's a lot of shake <laughs> i mean i know it's part of our big movies and shake outing or date where yeah. she's put good god that's a lot of shake <laughs> <laughs> it was a big shake i, I was i was kind of craving a shake when i saw that it's like it's a, when when they're close up i was like oh yeah i want a shake and when they pulled back and showed the giant shake i was like oh, not that much <laughs> you're supposed to share that with another person get yeah. two straws in there get two straws uh dress in your sock hop outfits and share it i feel like that's the equivalent of like chugging a gallon of milk like that is just too much dairy for one person <laughs> Never enough. Never enough dairy. Blah, blah, blah. I also love that Tara and Willow are like divorced parents. Yeah, it's like mommy and mommy are fighting. And it's cute how Don like you like you start to think about like, okay, well, Buffy was gone mm-hmm. and so was Joyce, and like these were her interim parents, and yep. you see how attached she got to them mm-hmm. as not really parental figures, but aunt like figures. Yeah, they're they're definitely like her guardians for a long time mm-hmm. and even like when buffy came back buffy's been going through a lot of shit that's true she still has to do her slayer stuff so they're still very much like acting like parents in some ways that's a really good point that's very true mm. now she doesn't have janice her only friend <laughs> remember her super important her old army buddy <laughs> she's very sad similar to how we lost jesse in season one and no no one talked about him no not jesse <laughs> we lost janice and uh don's not mourning at all oh wait janice didn't die she just got bit and then doesn't want to hang out with don i don't know yeah she had to go make a sister out of traveling pants yeah uh so the guard at the museum thawed out so he didn't die That's i remembered him dying yeah me too it's weird <laughs> like because i just assumed like how would you not yeah. Or just flash frozen. Like, wouldn't your heart just stop? Well, I mean, like, I like cryogenically freeze the idea. But I I would always remember that, like, this was part of the Warren's an asshole thing is yeah. that Warren's like, he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he got knocked over and shattered. Oh, I don't remember that. I, I, I must have pulled that from a different movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of things where people shatter. Hot shots part do. <laughs> Uh, Giles took a very important book with him and rather than, you know, 
figure it out with magic willow takes out her laptop hey Mm -hmm. going back to the drawing board using technology Uh, willow goes on the net not a thing people say she uh, gonna hack into the mainframe (laughs) (laughs) and then she just puts her hands like over the computer and like surfs the web with magic Mm -hmm. she basically has a vulcan mind meld with the internet right (laughs) yes that uh this is just some lazy shit yeah. lazy shit I, I feel like 90 percent of what she's doing there is just filtering through all the porn she's like <laughs> gotta get past the porn gotta get past the porn to the useful information and by filter you mean bookmark for later as yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so not really progress what like the, she's not progressing past oh, the magic okay. she's st- like it's really just like worse because now she's yeah. not even like checking her email without yeah. magic just literally can't do anything even like the things she used to be especially good at without magic without magic yeah she literally used it to get dressed the other day yeah later on she's gonna try to use it to close the curtains because bitch can't get out of bed yeah she's like <laughs> that is one thing that i seriously have like qualms about like oh it'd be awesome if we got superpowers but it'd be so lazy with superpowers like, if I had telekinesis, I would never get up to grab the remote. I would open and close every door with my mind. Like, I I would weigh 600 pounds <laughs> within a month. I'd just be like... That's mostly my, why I want to fly, is that at this point, I've gotten... I'm I'm as I get older, I'm just really impatient Mm -hmm. that everything takes too goddamn long. Like, you know, I don't have a car. So walking places takes for fucking to walk down the block to Starbucks takes me so goddamn long. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I have a bike unlocking the bike, getting on the bike, put it. Oh my God. It's such a production. And that takes too long. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what if you got a car traffic, parking, Parking? getting in the car that, uh, everything takes too goddamn long. I want to fly so I can just get there see that's uh, i think i i think my my go-to superpower aside from like summoning genies or something ridiculous as far as like standard superpowers i would want super speed because i could get everywhere but i also feel like i'd still be like getting some nice exercise yeah, there you go maybe it's like flash wheels i'd even have a better metabolism it would be easier to stay in shape there i mean yeah there you go like it would be great your I'd workout would take dogs, like so. two minutes yeah and that's just like going to and from wherever, anywhere I want to go. Sounds Maybe great. going to down to Florida and picking up some Mickey Mouse ears. I th- that sounds Straight wonderful. From the source. Yeah. And, you know, getting from ride to ride in Disney World, super easy. Yep. Cause it, Talk about a fast pass. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So we're in the magic box. Willow's doing some shady shit. Um, they're trying to figure out what demon can freeze people and mm-hmm. eats diamonds. And this is where Paul's was like, I gotta say, season six gets this rap for being like the super depressing season, mm-hmm. right? And we're halfway through. Yeah, just about. Buffy legit seems like happy here. I yeah. mean, not like I'm having a great day, mm-hmm. tra-la-la, skipping through daisies, yeah. but like not in a deep, deep, dark depression like just normal person Mm -hmm. and i gotta say at this point i stopped and i was like i am really enjoying this season yeah 
this is not cancer season. I'm having fun. Yeah, I, I don't feel it's nearly as depressing as it's it's uh, made out to be. And like, yeah, they deal with like really heavy stuff. A lot of people are going through heavy stuff. But I feel like they still, at least so far, really kept the season a lot lighter mm-hmm. than you would think when it's about like, I died and came back to life, but I was brought back from heaven. So I'm dealing with depression. I'm dealing with addiction. I don't know if I want to get married. Like, I'll, like it reads very depressing. Sure. But up on the screen, they're able to, to keep it kind of a lot bouncier and a lot more fun than I think its reputation would lead you to believe. I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just forgetting in the second half of the season. Maybe it just gets a lot dowdier. But I I don't know. We'll have to wait and rewatch because oh. I still like look forward to a lot of stuff in the second half of the season. So I mean, Gone's coming up. I love Gone. Mm-hmm. Um, You're a Gone girl. I am a Gone girl. Yeah. That- <laughs> uh, yeah. So and I'm having fun this season. Let's mm-hmm. keep going. Anya brings up like, hey, no one's talking about Tara's leaving you and you're using magic and everyone's acting all weird. <laughs> I do like that. Is this that thing I do that you were talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, so the trio are admiring the diamond. Warren makes two penis jokes. Yep. Fuck you, Warren. Of course he does. Fuck you, dude. What, what are you, a, a, a first year improv student? <laughs> uh, Spike breaks in and he says, examine my chip or I break Boba Fett. I do like the trios like taking this as it is a legit Mm -hmm. hostage situation. Like you don't just do that and walk away, man. (laughs) I mean, it is a rare figure. It is, but Spike does that and walk away. (laughs) (laughs) He He would do that to like an actual guy. Yeah. And like how he's playing with them. He's like, "Uh, uh," but then he just rolls his eyes like dark. Throws it up in the air, (laughs) juggling with it. So back to the Amy storyline. She wants to go out. And does not want to go see her only living relative. Yeah. What's that relationship? I, uh, uh, this is the first time I've realized, like, wow, aren't you a piece of shit? <laughs> yeah. Like, you've been gone for three years. Yeah. Your dad either thinks you are a missing person, mm-hmm. a runaway, or dead. I also, like, uh, further from, like, his perspective... His wife, mm-hmm. from what he knows, has died and maybe was evil from... I I don't remember exactly how much he supposedly would have known. But, like, he lost, like, the two major people in his life, family-wise. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to be like, I better check in. Like, what if he's been, like, in a horrible depression and this is the night he kills himself? Like, aren't you going to feel like shit, Amy? That you didn't say hi? Like, I'm just picturing poor Amy's dad. Yeah. Amy's last name again. Um, I'm going to say Radigan. I know that's not right, but I want to say. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Amy's dad is somewhere right now holding a missing persons poster, holding in one hand and a candle in the other and singing Kumbaya at a vigil for his lost daughter. And she's like, let's go out and have fun with magic. Party, you fucking bitch. Amy is like, oh, I think I would be bored. Fuck you. Mm. So hard. Uh, Amy, you dirty rat. <laughs> such an asshole. Uh, the, t- the trio in the basement. Like, You're English, right? I've seen every episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> Which is funny, but inaccurate. It would literally be impossible for him to have because several episodes have been lost forever. Really? Yes. Because in the 60s, nobody uh, kept recordings of TV. 
in the BBC. Like the whole storylines that just have been lost and never found. Some have been refound. So it's possible at some time he could. And there's stuff that's been like reconstructed. But there are like entire, you know, storylines that were aired and there's like recaps of them you can find. But the actual video, the recordings, gone. That's insane. Yep. So he's probably seen every available episode, which would also be very hard at this time. Got to push up your glasses when you say that. Um, I'm just <laughs> saying, guys, actually. <laughs> um, but I'm assuming it means every episode you could find. <laughs> um, or every episode in America. Or he's just bragging I- incorrectly because he wants to seem cool. And this is how you connect with a British person. Yep. Uh, Warren says that his chip is fine. Which makes Spike very happy because he realized there's nothing wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Something wrong with her. Buffy's broken. I do like his delivery of that line. It is pretty bad. It's like, something wrong with her. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important I noted this time that there is a Nerf gun hanging in the trio's basement that I had. Oh. And it was not a good Nerf gun. Oh. It was like way too big for what it did. It was, And it just like it went like a foot. Yeah, it was like, it was this big pump action thing that looked really cool and, and just like pumped it and shot and it would like go two feet. And you could do that like six times, but it was like. The little giant. ones with the darts were better because those suckers flew. Well, no, it was like a one with darts, but it wasn't very effective. Yeah. And it was way too big for what it did. If it was like pistol size and it did what it did, it would be really cool. But it's like this big like shotgun type thing with like a fake tank on the top. But it was just like. Pew, I'll show pew. no power. Uh, Tara drops off Dawn to an empty house. Uh-oh. <laughs> like her manipulation here. It's fine. I have the TV to keep me company. Dawn. Have you noticed how it's getting darker earlier? And she just like looks up at Tara through her eyelashes. It, it's almost like she's seducing her. Yeah. Come join me on the couch. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Willow and Amy are playing pool at the bronze without pool cues. Uh, nobody noticed this. <laughs> People can see you. Yeah. And is it like really that hard to get a pool cue? <laughs> like lazy. <sighs> Excuse me. Lazy, lazy, yeah. lazy. It's just like this is now, now this is where I think you really have a problem, Willow. <laughs> you can't even use a pool cue, you have to use magic. Eh. Also, eh. like it seems like there's no skill because they're doing so well that like yeah. you just magic like I want this ball to go into that mm-hmm. hole. Did it. Well yeah, and even if it's just like you still have to use the magic to like shoot the energy into the ball. I feel like that's a lot easier to do when you're just like, imagine the energy. I'm using my magic to hit yeah. it at the exact angle I want to. Like pool's about hand-eye coordination. Yeah. You're just you're not even playing pool. It's mm-hmm. like you tip the table to one side. Like lazy. Some boys can buy and hit on them, which you know Willow not super into. Yeah. So Amy does a magic roofie. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that is not cool. I mean, this is a straight up mind rape of yeah. like, Oh, I'm going to have this girl like magically be in love with you. Mm. Not okay. Yeah. Like that is the sex magic. Uh, not a good idea. <laughs> this is very, uh, she should team up with Warren later when he has his sex life. Yeah. It's like, glad you guys didn't go through that. Cause, uh, then you would have been literally no, Better than the villains this season. Yes. Amy goes off to dance, uh, but when she's done, the boys, I don't want to take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. What's? Why aren't you guys really excited about two guys dancing with one girl? I mean, there are guys who are into that. Uh, uh, fair. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but the one's line, nobody asked you, Ellen. 
Yeah, your the, your eye roll says it all. Uh, Just the worst. Like, not a good joke. The fact that you laughed at your own joke yeah. is the worst thing. And that's the best, like, quote-unquote insult that you've yeah. got for a lesbian. You're she's not a, that famous lesbian comedian. Like, She's oh. a treasure. Thanks for the compliment. Yeah. I mean, granted, this was probably in that weird in-between time between... When she came out and when Finding Nemo came out, mm. where she was kind of like in flux because her show got canceled because Wendy's didn't want to promote lesbianism. But like still, like I don't think to lame. a lesbian that's an insult. Nope. Totally lame. Yeah. So they magic them into go-go dancers in cages. Yep. Do you know, originally it was written that they were going to make out with each other. Hmm. And then uh, Jaws actually suggested they didn't. Because he didn't want it to seem like sexuality could be turned off and on with a switch, or that uh, a boy kissing a boy would be punishment. I was like, go that's just. really like smart and progressive. Wonderful. Way to go. Love that. Yeah. And I think it's also funnier to see them in go-go cages out of nowhere. Yeah, you're if you're going to um, humiliate them sexually, ab- humiliate a girl sexually, or objectify mm-hmm. women. Yeah. Let's objectify you for five seconds. Absolutely. Or all night, whatever. Yeah. But then they don't remember it and they go and hit on other girls and be creepy at the end anyway. <laughs> Didn't learn their lessons. Nope. Xander finds the frost monster in a D&D manual. Oh. Which I feel like maybe that's what gave the trio the idea. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I just hope that uh, Buffy never has to face against a gelatinous cube. Is that a thing? Yes. It's a D&D thing. Is it like the blob but a cube? I think so. I, I'm not a huge D&D person. I just know that that's a thing. And I think it was literally like Gary Gygax who, or whoever was uh, writing that in was just like, I don't know. We need something else. It needs to have some kind of stats. Uh, let's just have it be a gelatinous uh, something. Just can't just have it be an ooze, uh, cube. <laughs> sure. Okay. Buffy isn't that concerned about Willow doing magic. You know, she of the level head. Mm-hmm. And Anya says those are the ones you have to watch out for. They get a taste of being bad and just go crazy. Rumspringer. I was going to say, I feel like we all know someone that like yep. totally straight laced in high school, hit college and like, bye. <laughs> like some of the craziest party kids I knew in college were like the homeschool kids. Oh, yeah. Because mm. they like once they're let out on their own, they're like, I have to experience everything. Yeah. We, uh, My parents' house is next to a like catholic preparatory academy that i did not mm-hmm. go to um and they were when school let out let's i mean my parents deliver let's yeah. out every day those kids go crazy it goes mm-hmm. from like quiet neighborhood to like these expensive cars peeling down the street kids <laughs> screaming yelling and like having fights and like mm-hmm. they just go crazy because yeah. they've been like really controlled all day long mm-hmm. bike calls meet me at the cemetery what meet me at the cemetery slayer Spike. <laughs> she also, uh, it's requested that she comes alone. Oh, she'll be coming all right, but not alone. Well done. You're that welcome. took me a second. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> she doesn't go though. So Spike uh, meets her after they close up the magic shop, and he's pissed. Yeah, he didn't show. <laughs> uh, he punches her and has no pain. Ooh, and then he does like a Doctor Smith thing. It's really fun. I do like um, the line of "You came back wrong," mm. because I feel like that really solidified to me like his thought process yeah. process of like, I have no pain, 
Mm-hmm. The chip's working. The problem is that she came back wrong. Also reminds me of Pet Cemetery. Always fun. <laughs> Side note, I really love his purple shirt. Here. Yes, I have that written down as well. He's I like the purple a shirt. Nice little splash of color. It's a really good color on him. It's not too much yeah. because he's it's surrounded by layers of yeah. black. I feel like it's almost him being like celebratory in a way. It's like yeah. I'm going to put on my purple shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep an eye out for it and find out if that's his like Ooh, happy shirt. That absolutely like the 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 uh, the, the sad, sad overalls. overalls, the happy purple shirt. Meanwhile, Amy and Willow are going magically crazy at the bronze. Again, they're just pulling asshole moves on total yeah. strangers that like I'm on board with the go-go dancers because those guys mm-hmm. are dicks. Mm-hmm. The other people in that bar were minding their own goddamn business. Yep. You're just being assholes. It really is showing like how out of control it was. It's like a, in microcosm. It's like, yeah, at first you'd use magic to, you know, uh, get in touch with the spirit world to help Buffy to fight evil. But then you just start using it for everything and then you start using it for things you shouldn't do it for, and it's really snowballs. Mm-hmm. The the one thing that I'm on board with is the sheep. There's just I bet sheep. You are. I went. They look soft. I want to pet the sheep. <laughs> Don't they look soft? So I feel like I know what bar you're opening up. It's a petting zoo bar. <laughs> yes, yeah. that would be amazing. Did I tell you I've been to a petting zoo where I got to pet a kangaroo? No. Yeah, I've got a picture <laughs> of it. It's great. Aww. Uh, there's the the stuff here is just weird. There's a giant strawberry foreshadowing. We don't know. Uh oh. People flying. They're having fun yeah. at least. Uh, and Willow's bored now. She's like, there has to be someplace bigger. Meanwhile, Buffy and Spike are fighting in this is like an abandoned building near yeah. the near the magic box. I guess so. It kind of reminds me of the uh the weird uh vamp den that Riley was in. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, they're goading each other, throwing each other against the walls, mm-hmm. breaking them. Some odd foreplay, but whatever, whatever works. I, my next thing is he's really messed up. Punch! I love you. Punch! <laughs> <laughs> um, you say it in a weird way, buddy. <laughs> it's just like you know, in grade school, when you pull on the girl's hair, it's, that's the girl you like. It's, it's. I mean, and then like, you like shove her into the mud and kick her a couple times because <laughs> you really like her. Uh, I say I love you with S and M. No, the uh, well, not even because that would actually be like a healthy way to express that. This is like if S and M was just like, "Hey, you look pretty cool." Punch. <laughs> it's one side. It's yeah. S and M. She didn't consent to. It's 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 just M. <laughs> that, yes, that. Uh, <laughs> I do I I do like the explanation though that like this is kind of says it all that she's like mm-hmm. you're messed up and he says yeah. I'm a vampire. What's your excuse? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. he's got a point. <laughs> like, yeah. it is. Yeah. He's a soulless monster. You're a lady. <laughs> uh, also, super important, and the first time I've noticed mm-hmm. this, Buffy kisses him first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is really fucking mm-hmm. important here. Yeah. Like, any argument you have later mm-hmm. about. I mean, later, later, we'll have a big argument yeah, about the way Spike treats her. Well, yeah. But um, in this immediate moment, like, this was her idea. Yeah. She's the one making made the move from fighting to more than fighting. And also, I, I mean, it's also hard to tell because obviously they can only show, much, so, show so much on TV. But when it gets even hotter and heavier, 
She like undoes his pants. And well, and that I mean, I don't even think it's questionable. I think it's really yeah. explicit that she moves her hand. Yeah. You have you hear the zipper mm-hmm. unzip. Yeah. And then she moves. Yeah. And like this was her she's mm-hmm. the one that like She's initiating every phase of this. Yes. And yeah. even after they crash through the floor and land, mm-hmm. she's the one that starts moving. Yeah. Like she is the one deciding all the Starts and stops. <laughs> Maybe because when that stunt actually happened, the uh, male stuntman got knocked out. Oh, no. <laughs> He's fine, but yeah. <laughs> that sucks. It's not yeah. good for you. <laughs> yeah, no. It's not great. So, I mean, like, we'll we'll get to it when that episode happens, yeah. but this, this scene in particular seems really important to me, mm-hmm. and I will bring it up when we have our later episode where Spike does the worst thing ever, yeah. because... They are in the middle of punching each other, mm-hmm. and she is saying, I hate you, no, stop, and then she kisses him. Yeah. It's still the... <laughs> it's still really messed up, but it's not, it's not like, it's still consensual. It's just yes. messed up. Yes. Yeah. And it in no way excuses anything he does no. later, but part of me understands the leap. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, kind of see spike's brain later this season in light of this scene yeah it's yeah yeah i think we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it but i yeah i get what you're saying so the music swells it's good like this choral Mm -hmm. it's kind of dark yeah and all the sound cuts out except for the music yeah it's a nice touch it's and it's it's not the usual like pretty simple chords Mm -hmm. or whatever like this is orchestral this is huge they continue to kiss super passionately I also like that when she makes that choice and she does, and she unzips him, they both like stop. And this is, I feel also important, important that like they stop and are considering what's about to happen. Yeah. And then she makes Mm -hmm. the choice. Yeah. So what's the lesson in Smashed? Uh, they're full tilt fucking. (laughs) That is what is happening. Correct. (laughs) When people go through major upsetting times in their lives, they are vulnerable and therefore more apt to make self-destructive decisions. Buffy says it right in the first scene. I was depressed, ergo vulnerability, and bad kissing decisions. For um, Willow, it is depressed, vulnerable, bad magic decisions. And don't get me wrong, I love this Buffy relationship. Mm -hmm. It is entertaining as all hell to watch, but that doesn't mean it is a good and healthy relationship. It is bad for both of them. It is wrong in all sorts of ways, but God, I'd love to watch it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can, you can choose to enter into a relationship and it's still very messed up. You can still like have your agency and just make a bad decision, Mm -hmm. which I think is is very clearly what's happening here. Yes. So what do you think of this one? Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I think it sets up things pretty well. Um, it does definitely feel like the first part of a two-parter. Yes. Um, which it kind of is, but not like technically, but it's, it's, it's very much like of, of a, of a whole with the next episode, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I love this episode. I think partly because it is the first part of a two-parter that like mm. we get the fun set up in this episode yeah. and the next one gets a little darker and depressing and we're yeah. dealing with repercussions of bad behavior that mm-hmm. was more entertaining to watch in this episode it's it's like this is like you're still having fun when you're drunk at the party and the next episode is when like you start throwing up that yeah uh bringing amy back was a great yep 
theme to like, hey, remember this thing, this storyline that we haven't yep. talked about in forever? And it was a great way to escalate the mm-hmm. magic problem, which need, it needed yeah. to get to this level of like, there's no denying this is badness right here. And plus you don't have the problem of like, let's just introduce a new character that we have to pretend has some relationship to the characters. It's like, no, this is a pre-established character. She's been in a couple of episodes before. We know that she exists in the world, actually in their house in a cage. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's felt really organic. And I think, uh, Elizabeth Ann Allen is a great, like Buffy actress. Mm-hmm. She really fits into the world very well. So I'm glad they brought her back. She's a great um, little temptress. Mm-hmm. And also, this is going to sound weird. Like, if you're going to find somebody to play a sexy rat. She does. Gr- she, she's a good sexy rat. She does a very good job of playing a human that was recently a rat. Yeah. Like, it works. Yeah. You liked her naked. I, I'm not saying I have a thing for rat girls. <laughs> That's saying I don't. I also like the idea of Spike's, of the change in Spike's chip. The idea that, like, it's just a nice new Mm -hmm. storyline to have with him that feels like a threat. Yeah. That, like, legitimately, when he goes after that girl, and that's not a theme, but when he's like, I get to fight the Slayer now, this feels Mm -hmm. like he was always physically a match for Buffy in fight. So it really felt dangerous. And also, it, 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 you know, it was getting dangerously close to being repetitive of like, I'm the puppy dog who Mm -hmm. wants to follow Buffy, but I also kind of hate her. Mm -hmm. And just like having that repeat. Like, I think they did pretty much all they could with that kind of the relationship, but now making it that he can actually be some of what he used to be, but still has these feelings for Buffy, and that gets them into this weird, messed up relationship, I think is really in- interesting and, uh, I don't want to say progressive, because that's the wrong, it, propulsive mm. uh, story decision. Okay, I think it's time to take a break and hear from our sponsor. Woo! Hey, Willow. Why the long face? Oh, hi, Amy. I just... well, relationship stuff. Too bad. At least you weren't a rodent for several years straight. Yeah, I guess. How are you doing? Better now. (laughs) Hey, what's that? Want some? Is that... is that sage? Yeah, want a little hex? No, I promised Tara I wouldn't. We spray some air freshener and no one's the wiser. No, I'm really not in the mood. What are you, chicken? No, I, my, I, I can't, because... Asthma? Really? Just say no. Hey, little wickers. Oh, hi, Rack. Who are you? Oh, hey, Strawberry. I'm a sketchy-looking guy you don't know who runs a secret dank magic pit. Mind if I touch your chest? That sounds legitimate. Me first. Cool. Oh no, she died. And it was her first time doing magic. I think she actually did magic a bunch of Her other- first time. Magic never pays. Paid for by Dame. Don't allow magic ever. Is this yours? Giles, no, Buffy I- Buffy said she found it in your closet. I don't know. One of the vamps must have left some. Look, Giles, it's not what- Where'd you get it? Giles, I- Answer me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you! Watchers who use magic have Scoobies who use magic. It's time to put Smashed back on the shelf and open the books on Wrecked.
I do appreciate that all these titles are connected, but it does make it very confusing when you're trying to remember which yes. episode. Like, oh, is it smashed or wrecked or gone? <laughs> which, which you know, uh, inebriation word is it that this I always, happened in? I always use it by remembering... By remembering Buffy and Spike having sex, when they smash the house, it's smashed. And when the house is a wreck, it's wrecked. <laughs> it's a good uh, memory device. Because that's mostly when, like when I go back, I'm like, oh, season six. Yeah, so it's, I'm just smashes when Buffy and Spike have sex for the first time. And wrecked is when they wake up in the wrecked house. That's all I really remember going like, through the titles. I was on the bus once and overheard these two like super bro-y dudes talking. My favorite. And one of them was like very sad talking to the other one and they had been talking about like women before this and it's about warren level mm. um but this one guy very legitimately like bummed out was saying man it's just like i want a girl i can smash and then talk to mm. here's a hint buddy maybe if you don't refer to the act of making love as smashing people might be more interested in talking to you afterwards <laughs> feel like if you're the type of dude he could be talking about beating a woman you don't know oh that would be like and to be like that sad about it like why doesn't anybody like it when i beat him up (laughs) spike wants to know (laughs) yeah it worked for spike (laughs) don't take love lessons from spike i'm totally i'm totally progressive i learned it from buffy that's like a you know pro-feminist show i did i get the wrong lessons from that show Watch Giles. Aww. Don and Tara awaken to an empty house, uh, which means that without Tara, Don would have been left home alone. Which <gasps> she would have had to hang paint cans. She would have been fine. Yeah, fine. Well, I mean, last time she was left home alone, she did get kidnapped by weird dollmen. That's true, and she does have a history of inviting vampires into the house. No. You're dumb, Don. Uh, <laughs> but still, that was rude. It was rude not to call ahead. Yeah. Buffy and Spike wake up bruised. Ooh, talk about Coyote Ugly. Bruised and in a lot of sunlight. <laughs> yeah, he should be <laughs> on fire. This is a bright room. Yeah. Um, I do like the when when did the building fall down? <laughs> and she says, that's it. This is the end of this freak show. And Spike's feelings are hurt. He legitimately is like, oh, don't say that. You're so sad. Like, no. We just had a beautiful oh. night together. <laughs> he thinks this is romance. Uh, I mean, he does. That's what he's used to. It's, with Drusilla, this would have been a terribly romantic evening. <laughs> it's true. The first time we see them, she cuts his face and then licks it. Yeah. It has spike written all over it. Mm-hmm. So here, I like that you can tell, like, this is about emotion. That yeah. whole night they just had is about his feelings towards Buffy mm-hmm. and also sex. For her, I think it's really just about a physical escape. Yeah. Like for the time that I am with Spike mm-hmm. and my brain is thinking about feeling good, I am not thinking about yeah. um how crappy I feel. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like how Tara put it in What's More With Feeling that she's lost in the ecstasy. Mm-hmm. And then Spike screws it up and says, I knew, I knew the only thing better than killing a slayer would be fucking. Fucking one. <laughs> to just like smash her and then talk to her. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. <laughs> that. Oh, she tells him, you're just convenient. And his Ooh. face. 
That is a good one, Buffy. It, it, that is a burn, and he he is just puppy dog eyes. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, like you can like see it him just going like, "Ow, dude." Yeah. Ow. That hurts. <laughs> you were beating her up last night. She was also beating him up. Yeah, but but she was justified. <laughs> you were just being a dick. Tara's making pancakes when Willow comes home mm. with the hot girl in party clothes from last night. Oh, boy. That doesn't look good. Amy makes it worse by saying, I can't, just can't keep up with Willow as a witch. <gasps> oh. Tara be pissed. Mm. Yeah, seriously, you're like, she didn't learn her lesson. She really did not learn her lesson. Replaced you with Amy. Like, and then, and like, enabling magic yeah. got worse. Yeah. Buffy comes home, uh, really not very concerned that nobody checked on Dawn. Yeah. Just like, you're okay, right? We're good. <laughs> the older gals are sleepy, and Dawn is alone again. Yep. Where's Janice? <laughs> she needs friends her age. I, no, I have that written down. That's like one or two notes down for is like, Dawn, get friends your own age. <laughs> this is starting to get weird because like everyone else has their own shit and you're like oh come on 22 year olds hang out with me a 15 year old girl <laughs> amy says dad's expecting me since when you yeah. didn't want to talk to him so at some time during your like crazy <laughs> drugged out magic night you're like oh hey dad i know it's 3 a.m and i've been missing for three years but uh can i come over say eight ish <laughs> like- by the way i'm still alive <laughs> But I'm not going to come over right this very second. Because I'm having a lot of fun at this club. <laughs> You're awful. Uh, by the way, Don refer- uh, talks about Buffy being bruised from monster wrestling all night. Monster wrestling, name of a Buffy sex tape. <laughs> monster wrestling. Uh, Willow's so magicked out, she can't close the curtain. And I have to get up. And walk across the room and do it by hand. Life is hard. I say this is someone who doesn't want to walk two blocks to Starbucks. Yeah. Xander and Anya are supposed to be researching a freeze ray demon that would want to eat a diamond. But Anya's busy looking at bridal magazines. Aww. I gotta say, as a former bride, those things aren't useful. It's just advertisements. Yeah. That is, it is a book of advertisements. Yeah. I feel like so much stuff, like, it's not like you're going to be able to say, yes, I definitely want this from a magazine picture. Right. Yeah. Like, you're going to want to see stuff live. Uh, They say, can we ask magic or can we ask magic for help? (laughs) Magic. Come to my aid. (laughs) That's just Willow's name now. She's just magic. Uh, Can we ask Willow for help? Xander and Anya are taking Tara's side. They're Mm -hmm. not fans of Amy. And this magic thing is scaring them. And Buffy's identifying with Willow a little too much. It's like, mm-hmm. well, let's not judge. We don't know what's going on with her. Oh, this is a different situation, Buffy. Yeah. Uh, Willow tells Amy, I can't do magic tonight. I'm all burned out. Mm. Amy says, don't worry. I know a guy. No. Stop now. Say no. Kick her out of your house. Just say no. Say no. The second that Amy's like, I know God. I'm like, no, not this one. I hate this guy. <laughs> uh, they find an invisible shop. Kind of turns them into predators for a second. A <laughs> little bit. What if you were just wand- wandering down that alley by accident? Well, I think it only opens up if you have like magic stuff. Okay. It's like the uh, the Harry Potter, the train platform 33 yeah. and a third or whatever. <laughs> that one. 
<laughs> so when we meet Rack. Rack. <laughs> I see. Now I think this episode should have been called Racked. Ah, uh, I get it. I mean, just it should have. Uh, he's Sunnydale's drug peddler. Mm-hmm. And not at all creepy. Uh, he is the grossest. He's grosser than any demon we get on the damn show. Like, I, I feel like the, the best way to describe Rack is just this noise. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In addition to magic, he's yeah. been doing meth. <laughs> Looks terrible. Magic meth. <laughs> Isn't all meth minute? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Willow is Breaking Bad. <laughs> Note here for anyone who pays attention to these things. So when Willow is doppelganger when Willow or Vampire Willow mm-hmm. or Bad Willow or Evil Willow or however you want to define her, she always has on that lime green eyeshadow yeah. that I love and always try to do to my own eyes. And it never looks quite right. It yeah. doesn't look as good. Uh, in this scene... She's wearing green eyeshadow. Bum, bum, bum. Broken bad. <laughs> uh, so Rack's deal, I guess, <laughs> yeah. is that he, like, absorbs the magic inside you. <laughs> 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 he makes himself like a character. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. He, he absorbs your internal mm-hmm. magic. And in return, gives you like a magic high, like a, like a like a boost. I, I feel like it's kind of like almost like a parasitic symbiosis type thing. Where but like he, that's like how they they say he gives you a boost, and like that's the whole like you know yeah. they were burnt out, mm-hmm. so they go to rack. But that doesn't really happen because after racks, mm-hmm. she's like high, yeah, but not really like I have all this like magic ability now. Mm-hmm. She's like, uh, you zonked me out. I feel like he's just getting her high. Hmm. But yeah, but I think part of that is that like she wouldn't have had the power to do that to herself. Right. So like by taking a little bit of their essence, he's able to like have enough power to like give them some, you know, boost it's like to their money own. laundering, but with magic. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> Sounded right. Uh, Willow is high. Amy is spinning. Wonder Woman. <laughs> that is it. Yep. That is what she's doing. Uh, Willow's on the ceiling. Hanging out with Lionel Richie. <laughs> the room turns into a forest. Oh, it's pretty. Ta-da, a monster. Ugh, this reminds you of the movie the Troll. Trip. You ever see Troll? Not Troll 2. Troll. Yeah, with uh, Elaine Bettis is uh, a wood nymph. Right. Yeah. That reminds me of how like the one apartment kind of turns into a woody field. But instead of, you know, Elaine Bettis, it's this demon. Gotcha. I didn't know if you meant that one or troll. <laughs> I'm even picking those up. <laughs> you need to <drop> your glasses. <laughs> Michael mad. Michael smashed. No, we're on wreck now. Oh, Michael wrecked. <laughs> uh, the next morning, Willow wakes up on the floor. Mm-hmm. She goes home. She's crying in the shower. Hmm. It's a bad trip, girl. Don't yeah. go back there. She takes Tara's once more with feeling Renaissance Fair dress out of the box. Ooh. It's actually kind of good that she was dressed for the Renaissance Fair because this makes this dress easily recognizable. Yeah. Uh, she lays it on the bed and magics it to life and cuddles with it. Oh, kind of like a blow-up doll. A little bit like a... But one that cuddles back. I feel like this... I mean, like... 
people you do this after a breakup where like you if it's you magically enchant their clothing you know, that thing no that i mean something from the person that you're like oh this is the whatever you always think of in uh brokeback mountain where he smells the jacket mm, yeah oh sad see this is like where i'm like willow look it's not too late look look you learned a bad lesson mm-hmm. don't go back there it's a yeah. bad place just say no be good and maybe Tara will come back and you can be happy. <laughs> Dawn is making peanut butter and banana quesadillas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like peanut butter and banana sandwiches are a thing, right? Yeah, I'm never a big fan, but just adding like warm tortilla does not seem like what would make that work for me. And I, I mean, I, I'm not on board with peanut butter and banana, period. Uh, Willow says, how about I treat you to a movie and a dinner? Uh-oh. This is the second movie. I mean, she's getting treated to a lot of dates by I these ladies. I hope there's some good movies out. It's not like she's just seeing, like, Transformers twice. <laughs> Buffy comes home and finds a strung-out Amy stealing magic supplies. Amy, you rat. <laughs> I do like the joke about, like, that's not what you think it is. It's Sage. Like, no, that is what I think That is, is what I thought. <laughs> I ever talk about the time that uh, one of my friends in high school uh, was driving his parents car mm-hmm. like a minivan and he got pulled over by the cops and they searched the back seat and they found uh what used to be a ziploc baggie with pretzels that his little oh. sister had been eating but the only thing left was the salt at the bottom oh no so just a ziploc baggie of little rocks, oh. little rocks. didn't go over well well that's a, a thing i recently heard about where like some of the the drug field tests that cops can use like will show all sorts of things that are not at all drugs as being drugs and it takes like weeks or months to get the official results back so people can be in this weird legal limbo where it's like um there's one where this guy kept a because it was a trick his dad taught him a sock of kitty litter in his trunk to avoid odors okay uh, as someone who owns two cats, kitty litter smells gross. <laughs> uh, I guess maybe it was like some odor eliminating okay. cat. I don't know. It still seems like a weird thing. But like cops saw it and just looked like a pouch of some kind of weird, you know, weird rocks like yeah. that. And they like uh, brought the guy in for like being basically a drug trafficker because it was like this so huge much. amount of yeah. drugs. Oh, gosh. But yeah. So that's. Careful what you have in your trunk. I know my brother once got pulled over, and because of a bunch of like random crap in the back of the trunk in this old car, there was one shard of a broken mirror, and they're like, "This is drug paraphernalia." Jeez, like right. really? You think somebody's like, "Ooh, let me take out this jagged shard of a mirror to, I guess, do blow off of?" Like, Bleh. do you know if the poppy seed muffin is a real thing? I mean, they exist. No, like the thing from Seinfeld where if you eat a poppy seed muffin, you'll fail can, a drug yeah. test. Oh, I thought that was a, like not a real thing. That's crazy. I mean, I'm uh, maybe they've improved drug tests, but I I know I've heard that like that has happened to people where I still think of that every time I see like yeah. if I like have an option of muffins, I'm like not that one. Well, I I remember when I was taking a drug test for a job a couple of years ago, they're like, make sure you don't eat like anything with poppy seeds like a day or two before. Wow. All right. Yeah. After dinner, Don says, it was like a meat party in my mouth. Damn it, Don. <laughs> uh, before the movie, they Willow wants to stop at Rax first. Uh, One taste and she's hooked. Not cool addict mom. Uh, yeah, seriously, that's what this is. Uh, she tells Willow to stay in the waiting room. And they say, like, okay, so the movie starts at nine. Yeah. 
at 11.30. We cut back. There is no way you would get me to sit in a waiting room and wait for you two hours when you say you'll be right back, especially if we were trying to make a movie that started an hour and a half ago. Like They definitely missed the trailers. I am banging on that damn door like, mm-hmm. bitch, get out here or I am leaving. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, so the monster interrupts Willow's trip again. Yeah. Ray is a bad dealer. Shouldn't he want her to have a good trip so that she comes back for repeat business? I mean, it's possible that it's just hard to control or something. But he's like laughing at her. You think he'd be like, oh, shit. She's, mm, she saw that damn monster again. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of an asshole. He, I'm not kind of, definitely. <laughs> Buffy wakes up Spike by throwing a candle at him. I love this because I love that we don't hear her yelling and trying to wake him up. Yeah. We just see, see him with the candle. I love that. Yeah. That's hilarious. Finally, Don goes to storm into the room, but Willow comes out black-eyed. Mm-hmm. Now, what Ooh. would you do if your friend like was like, oh, hey, and like their eyes were all black? Uh, run. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, nope, fuck this. You're, you're clearly possessed and mm-hmm. uh, there's no hope for you. You're dead now. They leave, and Willow is being, like, a pain, the mm-hmm. way that, like, your drugged-out friends suck. Yeah. Like, just like, oh, my no. God, like, I am so tired of you. Being, like, passively belligerent. Yeah. In that weird, like, drugged-out way that people, yeah. Or, like, if somebody's really drunk sometimes. Buffy recruits Spike to feel out Rax's place. <laughs> she says, last night was the most perverse, degrading experience of my life. He smiles. Me too. <laughs> uh, she tells him to get lost. He doesn't. Uh, Little yeah. repetitive after a while. Like, okay, I get it. Yeah. I never want to see you again. I need you. But I never want to see you again. Get away from me. But I need you. Like, it's like, okay, we do this a lot. <laughs> and this is where I'm like, oh, yeah, this whole season, it's going to be a lot of this, of like, mm-hmm. let's bang. Get away from me. Yeah. Let's bang. That was the last time. Although I've definitely seen those relationships. Oh, yeah, totally. This is a thing. But yeah. watching it on TV, you're like, ugh. The monster from Willow's Bad Trip shows up. I like this design. It's pretty creepy. It is very, yeah. Yeah. It's like, not just like a hairy thing, but it's also got this weird, like, almost like bat demon face. Yeah. But it's also like, it, it feels very like this is some kind of weird, primitive creature from another dimension yeah he says you summoned me which uh to get away they steal a car she can't even close her door without using magic like i get Come the fuck out. i get like you can't get into the car yeah. or start it because you don't have a key so we use magic for that but like mm-hmm. you can reach over and close the fucking door yeah. and even opening the other door for dawn like that saves time like is it really that hard to like arm out arm in it's oh, not hard. And like, I get you need magic to start the car, but then steer with your hands, bitch. Jesus Christ. Your hands must be atrophied. They're like little T-Rex arms. Yeah. You need to use your body. No. She's just going to end up being a brain in a jar. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like now we need uh, a PSA. Don't drive while high. Yeah. Don't magic and drive. Ever. <laughs> I think the line, take that, scuzz. <laughs> Who talks like this? (laughs) She's really high. She's so high. And they crash. Dawn's arm is hurt. We'll find out later that it's fractured. That is bad news bears. She climbs under the car, which I'm trying to decide if that was like, because you can't run with your arm. 
but you're crawling on top of your arm, but you don't want to leave Willow. But how is this going to work? Can is, he not reach you under the car? Do you think he's just going to like get confused and He's walk watching away? you crawl in. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it was like, a What the fuck is this lady doing? Weird choice. Uh Buffy shows up and fights it. Mm-hmm. So Buffy shows up and fights the monster and then it just like stops and starts mm-hmm. convulsing and bursts into flames. And behind it, we see it was Willow that she magic. This is an appropriate use of your magic, mm-hmm. dear. Uh, Willow says, I'm so, so sorry. Sorry. And Dawn slaps her, yep. which deserved. Go Dawn. Slap some sense into her. But then she gets so p- pathetic that Buffy actually needs to stop mm-hmm. and help her. She says, I can't stop. Please help me. Which, yeah. hey, here's a step. Yeah. She's, She's acknowledging the problem mm-hmm. and asking for help. It's a uh, what's what they l- widely say is the first step. Later, Willow says to Buffy, who was I before magic? Tara wouldn't choose boring old Willow. When she did magic, she said, I, w- I felt removed from old Willow's problems. I felt free. Mm-hmm. And Buffy is relating to all of this. Not yeah. the like, who was I without magic part, yeah. but the, you know, doing this thing I'm not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I feel removed from my problems. Yeah. I don't have to deal. Same with her. Sex for Spike is an escape. Mm -hmm. Willow says, I did terrible things. I need to give it up no matter how good it feels. Gee, what also feels good, but is bad. Just like smashing someone and then talking to them. Oh, (laughs) God. That night, Willow goes through withdrawal. Mm -hmm. Which is weird. I think the, the fact that Amy and Willow both go through withdrawal is weird to me. Because we've never... I, I'm I'm gonna say it's cause of rack. Yeah, you could say that, or just like the amount of magic they used, and just like you know, I guess you could make the argument it's like anything we get dependent. Like even sure. though there's been instances where people use up a lot of their magic energy, it's not like they've been using magic for everything mm-hmm. until that happened. So I guess you could also make that argument of it's the body, just like with alcohol and delirium tremens and all that stuff. It, if you're if you become so dependent on it and you don't have it, your body you know reacts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I also like the the theory that it's something that Rack did in order to facilitate that is also causing the withdrawal. And Buffy hangs garlic in her room to keep out Spike. I was is garlic established? Yeah. I don't ever remember anybody using garlic in Buffy. I don't ever remember them showing. Vampires going ew garlic, but they've definitely like. It's it's always struck me as we was like, oh, I guess yeah, it's a lot of garlic. In the credits, this episode is dedicated to J D Peralta, mm-hmm. who is Marty Nixon's assistant and died of cancer. Yeah, um, this uh, Amber Benson said uh, the death of J D Peralta made um, Tara's death this season oh. extra hard. Yeah. Um, just because it was so fresh in everyone's memory. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she was very well-loved by the cast. Aww. So what's the lesson in Wrecked? Say no to drugs. Not even once. Substance abuse or other naughty things may feel good and may allow you to escape from everyday life, but if they pose a danger to yourself and others, then just say no. Mm-hmm. So what do you think of this one? Uh, I I like it. I like how it, it wraps up this kind of 
two-parter really nicely. It does all the plot stuff you want it to do um, and still is pretty entertaining as an episode. And again, even though, yeah, there's some heavy stuff, I feel like there's enough like cool, interesting things to make it not that heavy. Like this could have been a lot more dour and like, but there's like a couple jokes here and there and like a lot of action and just like effects and demon work and a car chase. So it, you know, it, it, again, it kind of keeps a little bit more bounciness than the subject matter may suggest. I agree. I think it's a pretty powerful and effective Mm -hmm. metaphor for substance abuse. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's very plain, but effective. So would you be ready to maybe get smashed or wrecked into your national? I'm trying to think of like the word for boning in another language. I don't know if I know any. Le boning? That. (laughs) That'll work. Buffy Tapaja, Vampirite. Irony Dragon, that's Ryan. So I'm going to do out of order because I absolutely love one of the alternate titles for smashed so for wrecked um we have a german one the curse of sorcery it, it makes sense a little weird sounds more like an old episode of doctor who frankly right. than uh, a buffy episode in french very plain addiction let's just put it out there just straight up just flop it right on the table there um for smashed french again very plain misconducts. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah, uh, that's technically true. But the German, especially because of the punctuation, mm. is my favorite. Old enemies, new friends? <laughs> <laughs> they have a very friends. optimistic view of Amy. And Spike. And Spike. It's very optimistic, that, mm-hmm. uh, that title. Well, enemies new friends. They haven't watched the next episode. Oh no! <laughs> they were like, "Oh, this is gonna turn out really great for." Oh no! <laughs> now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's Slay of the Week. I only count one. Yeah, so it kind of has to be <laughs> yeah, the demon. It's the demon from Wreck, yeah, which I found out my research is named Mandras. <laughs> okay. I don't know where that ever came up in the episode. In the credits. If we can't name Clem in like a couple episodes ago, I don't know why we named her this demon. <laughs> yeah, the it's. I mean, usually you'd have a vamp at the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. but they were muggers. And I would have loved to say that this, you know, because she's on the path recovery that we had slayed Willow's addiction. Eh, there's still ways to go. Yeah, on that. yeah. She's just. She admitted she has some problems. She hasn't mm-hmm. slayed it yet. I guess you could say we slayed the peanut butter and banana quesadillas. Ugh, yes. Just get rid of that mess. And the pancakes. There's a lot of wasted food in these episodes, now that I think about it. There is. No wonder all the gals are so skinny. Yeah. They just never eat anything. <laughs> Either burn it or it tastes disgusting, so throw it out. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Sunnydale Stacks is a part of the 27th Letter Productions Network. Look for our sister podcast, Hey Do You Remember? And join us next time when we dust off Gone 
and Double Meat Palace. Ew, dusty Double Meat Palace burgers. <laughs> when we get lost in the Sunnydale Sticks. We have a stacker question this week from Tim Rumi. Room, nope, say that again. We have a stacker question this God, this is already, <laughs> already. Uh, it's so early. 